Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1052, air date March 23rd, 2022. Good evening, everyone. It's 6.30 p.m. on Tuesday, and today we're going to be continuing our uh, lung health series on lung congestion. Yesterday, we spoke about an interesting fruit called schisandra fruit, S-C-H-I-S-A-N-D-R-A, and we talked about its effects on alleviating lung congestion. And as usual, we take a systems approach um, here at VA Shiva because one of our goals is to teach you uh, how to look at the world from a systems perspective, which helps you understand the interconnection. So um, we're going to continue that series on lung congestion today, but today we're going to be looking at uh, another very interesting uh, and powerful um, herb. It's a Chinese herb called Chinese skullcap, and we're going to look at it on its effect on lung congestion. By the way, this talk is brought to you by the Cytosol Open Science Institute, and um, a little bit about the Open Science Institute I'll get, get to is that uh, more details about is that we have an infrastructure that came out of my PhD work at MIT called Cytosol, which helps us model, use the computer to model uh, molecular pathways, essentially model the human cell on the computer so we can eliminate the need for, um, you know, hurting animals and killing animals. So it's a very powerful technology. And as a part of our public service, we use that technology and based on people's contributions and based on our own resources, we do research using that technology on particular herbs, on particular types of biomolecular mechanisms. So today we're looking at Chinese skullcap and its effects on uh, lung congestion or lung health. Okay, so that's what we're gonna talk about. So let me, a uh, uh, couple of, oops, what did I have here? Yeah, let me just go back here. A Little bit of a disconnect here. What happened here? Okay, here we go. All right, so what we're gonna do is, Oh, I guess I'm at the end of the slideshow. All right, I went all the way to the end. Sorry about that. Okay, so let me start up again. So um, what we're going to do is, by the way, if anyone wants to know information of all the different kinds of things that um, VA Shiva is involved in, go to vashiva.com and you can find out more. So let's go right into this. So first of all, Chinese skullcap is called Scatellaria bicalensis. Okay, it's a perennial herb. It's indigenous to China uh, and it belongs to the Lamiaceae family, and it's widely used in traditional Chinese medicine. Um, and the properties in are uh, what that are attributed to its benefits are the flower, the root, and the stem. So the flower, the root, and the stem. As I spoke about last time, when I spoke about Shisandra and Shisandra, they use the fruit and the root. Here, we're using multiple other components. We're using the flower, the root, and the stem. So that's important to remember. When you, whenever you're looking at herbs, um, you want to take an understanding that it, that the uh, where are the components coming from, okay? So that's what we're looking at. Um, so what we're going to learn today is, first of all, what is Chinese skullcap? Uh, we're going to review what is lung congestion. Um, we're going to look at the molecular pathway systems of lung congestion. And really, the, uh, there's about five molecular systems you're going to learn. And then we're going to look at how Chinese skullcap affects lung congestion. All right? So that's what we're going to do. Um, 
just to at a very high level and get more into details, here are your lungs, you know, the left lung and the right lung. Here are sort of your normal air pathways. Here are congested pathways. So the top are normal, the bottom are congested, okay? And the typical thing in a normal airway is you don't have these widened, you have nice thin uh, normal airways. You have the airway wall, which is again thin, and then you have the muscle. But notice the difference, what you see here in the congested airways. It's filled with mucus. And notice how thick the walls have become. They've actually become scarred and the airways themselves have become very thick and the airways are also widened. So wider, right, than normal. And the uh, airway um, is actually thicker and it's it's been scarred, okay? So that's a big thing. So before I go into this, you know, we take a systems approach here and I always like to give people a little bit of background on my journey to systems. And uh, so it'll give you a little bit, for those of you who are new, let me play this and I'll give you my journey to systems. Here we go. Welcome to VA Shiva. VA Shiva is a product of my journey across East and West, science and tradition, ancient and modern, that brings you the science of systems so you can become a force for truth, freedom, health. VA Shiva is a platform of revolutionary education, community building, and weaponry for unleashing local activism. My journey to VA Shiva begins in the chaos of Bombay, where I experienced diverse religions, languages, castes, and in a small village that had no running water, no electricity, where my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practiced Siddha, an ancient system of Indian medicine over 10,000 years old. She observed one's face, the art of Samudrika Lakshanam, to understand a body's unique constitution, allowing her to deliver the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Watching my grandmother heal others, I was inspired to study medicine, but I was also aware of the corrupt caste system of India, which denigrated a human being, where my family were considered low caste untouchables, where one's birth determined one's destiny. The grit and determination of my mother and father led them to get educated and to come to America, a one in a trillion event. Their actions inspired me to work hard and excel. While in ninth grade, I attended New York University in a computer science program, and subsequently at the age of 14, was given a full-time job as a research fellow at what is now known as Rutgers Medical School in the heart of Newark, New Jersey. There I investigated the system of sleep using mathematics, computer science, and biology for sudden infant death syndrome. It was there in Newark where I invented email when I was the first to convert every feature of the physical, paper-based inner office mail system, including inbox, outbox, memo, carbon copy, blind carbon copy, attachments, into its electronic equivalent, a system which I named email, a term that I was the first to coin. On August 30th, 1982, I was awarded the first U.S. copyright for the invention of this system, recognizing me as the inventor of email. At that time, copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I went on to MIT where I earned four degrees across multiple systems of engineering, electrical, mechanical, design, biological. That training led me to invent many other systems for advancing humankind. Echomail, the world's first intelligent email management system. Cytosol, a computational biology system for eliminating animal testing to discover new medicines faster, cheaper, and safer. And to the creation of a whole systems methodology for certifying clean food. These innovations led me back on a Fulbright to India, where I discovered the missing link between Eastern medicine and Western systems theory 
honoring my grandmother to develop your body your system a powerful tool that will help you understand how your body is a system and how the inputs of food supplements and exercise bring your body back to its natural system state and systems health an integrative educational discipline that is now integrated into the VA Shiva platform that will enable you to learn the science of systems the science of everything be it your body as a system or our society and politics as a system to reveal the foundational interrelationships between truth freedom health now is a time for you to be the light learn the science of systems build community and weaponize yourself to unleash the activism necessary to deliver truth freedom health in your local community welcome to VA Shiva All right, so that gives you an idea of my journey to systems, and I hope uh, it inspires all of you to take a systems approach. So let's go back to Chinese skullcap. So when we look at Chinese skullcap here, um, to those of you just joining, uh, it's a herb that's indigenous to China. It belongs to the Lamiaceae family, and it's a tr traditional Chinese medicine. And we're going to focus on the flower, the root, and the stem because that's where the medicinal properties are attributed to. Okay, so. We're going to learn what is Chinese skullcap. You're going to learn uh, what is lung congestion, what are the molecular pathways, and then the effects of skullcap on lung congestion. So anyway, um, there's been about 17,000, or right as of now, 17,057 articles uh, written on uh, 1,700, I'm sorry, 57 research articles, 19 clinical trials, and over 84 years of research, okay? So there's been uh, a decent amount of work. It's not like uh, you know, it's not like some of the other herbs we've looked at where they have 100,000 articles, you know, uh, thousands of clinical trials, but it's reasonably steady. It's not unknown to the medical community. And you can see over here on this graph that the the studies over the last, you know, 10, 15 years have explosively grown in the amount of research that's been going on. All right. So there are a total of 75 different chemical compounds that have been identified so far, and they go into... Uh, four different types, flavonoids, terpenoids, polysaccharides, and essential oils. Again, to emphasize, we have to recognize that pharmaceutical companies typically just focus on one chemical compound, which doesn't actually occur in nature. That's called a synthetic compound. Here, uh, when we look at natural products, we're looking at a ingredient or food like, uh, or an herb like skullcap, which contains 75 different compounds. And this is what makes the complexity of studying, um, you know, uh, herbs far more difficult because it's not just one. You're looking at the synergy of how all of these 75 compounds work. And this is why food, um, this is why Cytosol is such a powerful technology. Okay. And, you, and we'll get more into that. But here are the active components of Chinese skullcap. Again, this is the, um, this, these are the different chemical structures. Um, here's bicolin, bisaline wog on a side and um those are the main chemical structures i forgot to label this one sorry about that but there's really four main chemical structures here and you notice that a lot of them have these ring structures the hydroxy groups okay and you can see um some of them are very similar this is similar sort of to this but you notice it's flipped right and these are called stereochemical differences okay but there's four major um substantive different types of 
uh, active components that have been studied. So what are the biological effects of Chinese skullcap? It's an anti-convulsant, right? And that's very, very important where you're trying to stop a cough uh, or you're trying to stop something in your congestive uh, issues that are going on. It's a neuroprotector. It's antimicrobial, anti-inflammatory, anti-tumor, and hepatoprotective. This means it protects your um, liver, okay? So you can look at it. It has you know, these seven different biological effects, but it also has some health benefits too. So here are the health benefits. Helps fight diarrhea, dysentery, hypertension, hemorrhaging, insomnia, respiratory infections, and allergies, okay? So these are the broad uh, health benefits of Chinese skullcap. Um, let's talk about lung congestion. So what happens when you get lung congestions? As we talked about earlier, here's your lungs. The upper part we're showing to be clear in this red. And here you see sort of this tan areas. Um, and this is where the lungs have essentially um, have a lot of mucus in them, okay? Um, the walls become thicker and the airways become wider. Unlike the normal condition where they're thin, the, the, the walls are thin and the muscle is right there, okay? So what happens is when you get respiratory blockage, and this occurs as a result of excess blood in specific part of the lung. So you can think about it. If your lungs are undergoing infection, um, blood will rush into those areas, and so you're going to get excess, excess blood. And the common systems of re respiratory tract infection are the mucous membranes become inflamed, and there's excessive mucus production. So it's not like you don't have any mucus production, but there's excess of mucus production that blocks the different air, airways. And obviously, you know, when you have mucus filled in your airways, that becomes hard to breathe. And the further problem with this, that this becomes a breeding ground for bacteria leading to secondary infection. So you have an infection that takes place, blood rushes in, the, that starts the excess blood uh, results in mucous membranes being inflamed, you get excess mucus production, you get difficulty breathing, and this all sets up a condition for more bacteria. Not a good state to be. Um, what I want to now think about is, so that's at a very high level. But if you go, if you took your microscope and you looked way down into the molecular systems, I'm using microscope in double quotes, you would start recognizing that different biomolecular machinery are involved in either increasing congestion of the lungs or getting rid of it, okay? And there are five different mechanisms we're going to go over, biological, biomolecular mechanisms, okay? And um, when I reviewed Shisandra, I went over this. So this may be a review for some of you, but these are the five biomolecular mechanisms. One of them is where your body metabolizes arachidonic acid, and that results in inflammation we'll talk about. Then you have cytokine production via two pathways, MAPK or NF-kappa-beta. Both of them result, I mean, you need cytokines, right, which are an uh, immune response. But the issue is how much do you have? Because when you have too much of them, you get, create the cytokine storm. So there's two cytokine production pathways, MAPK and NF-kappa-beta. Then the third, fourth one is mucus production through mucin production. And then the last one is smooth muscle relaxation. I should fix that little slide. Um, but anyway, um, what I want to now let you know is that the way we understand these pathways and how skullcap affects them is using a tool called Cytosolve. Cytosolve, you can go to cytosolve.com. It's a technology uh, that's really the future of uh, someone here. Uh, Heather Byrne just put up it. 
interesting point here. It's, it's really, as Heather said, Cytosol is a future of health. Using systems biology, it, uh, it completes rapid, safe, and economical analysis using computer modeling of molecules. Yep. So that's what Cytosol really is. Um, and what we've done here with Cytosol is that we're able to take all of this literature. So here we're looking at lung congestion and skull cap. Um, we take all of that literature, we extract out the relevant papers, then we extract out the molecular pathways, the five that I just covered. And then we look at how um, skull cap affects those pathways, not only just sort of hand-waving, but mathematically, okay? Because Cytosol lets us take this very medieval process of drug development where they can only handle a single compound then they do stuff in a test tube then they go kill a bunch of animals and they do human testing what cytosol does we start way before this we do modeling way ahead the pharma companies spend more and more money in r d and they're finding less and less new drugs this is why they need vaccines because they're losing money vaccines aren't regulated they don't they don't there's no uh lawsuits if you hurt somebody but anyway um before I go into the details of this, let me just, for those of you who want to know a little bit more about Cytosol, um, let me share that with you. Who would have ever thought someone like me would invent email and create Cytosol to revolutionize health for personalized and precision medicine, a system for delivering the right medicine for the right person at the right time. I was born a low caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. As a child, I observed my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practice Siddha, India's oldest system of medicine, to heal local villagers by observing their face, to know their unique constitution, to deliver a unique combination of foods, healing herbs and massage. The caste system and her abilities to heal inspired me to understand the interconnectedness of all life. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, technologist, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. As a 14-year-old, I began working as a full-time research fellow at Rutgers Medical School to unravel the mysteries of sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS, and created the world's first email system long before I ever heard of MIT. As I traverse academia over the next three decades, I observe self-serving academics, never solving real problems, writing grant after grant, competing for tenure while diminishing real science and real scientists, pushing a reductionist science to destroy the scientific method. Like the blind men who never saw the whole elephant, but the parts, they delivered a dismembered view of reality. I observe Big Pharma use such reductionism, wasting billions year after year to fund research in test tubes, killing animals, and using the poor as guinea pigs for clinical testing to create products that even the FDA no longer allowed. Not only Big Pharma practice this reductionism, but also the elites of Big Vitamin, Big Green, and Big New Age, with gurus and yogis, empowered by Hollywood celebrities, selling one supplement after another based on a cherry-picked science. All that changed in 2003, when the Human Genome Project ended, revealing that humans have the same number of genes, about 20,000, as that of a worm, giving rise to a systems biology. We realized that one-size-fits-all medicine was a failure. We realized their medicines were killing us, making today's generation's lifespan shorter than any previous generation. Obesity, heart disease, deaths from adverse reaction to drugs, confusion on what diet, what supplements, and who to believe is what they have delivered you. They push natural and organic products for your beauty and wellness, while their real solution is their plastic surgeons and Botox. We've been sold out. It's time for real science, a system science that interconnects the parts to discover truth, to know what really works to get the health we need and deserve. This is why I created 
Cytosol. Cytosol is about truth, freedom, and health versus power, profit, and control. Cytosol is a revolutionary technology integrating bioinformatics, computational biology, mathematical modeling, decentralization to reveal the truth. Cytosol computes trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions to discover what actually works based on the actual science. No reductionism, no cherry picking. Cytosol's predictive modeling has been proven accurate time and time again, matching laboratory results. Cytosol discovers synergistic combinations of compounds to maximize health and reduce toxicity. For example, we know curcumin from turmeric and resveratrol from red grapes alleviate inflammation. But how much should we combine? Current methods are hand-waving at best. Here, with Cytosol, we first model the control condition with no curcumin and no resveratrol to simulate high inflammation with the cytokine level at 0.15 micromolar. Next, we add just 5 micromolars of curcumin. The inflammation drops to 0.05. Next, we use 5 micromolars of resveratrol and the inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.06. But when we combine curcumin and resveratrol of 3 micromolars of curcumin and 2 micromolars of resveratrol, inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.03. Far lower, nearly 200% less than just one compound alone. That's the synergy principle of system science. We've all had enough of their fake and reductionist science. They think we'll simply keep buying their marketing, their celebrities, and their products that can never truly heal us. We don't need them. Great things come when we integrate the best of things. It's our time. It's time we delivered solutions for ourselves. It's time for truth, freedom, and health. It's time for Cytosolve. Welcome. Okay, so in, with Cytosol, we identified the following five mechanisms of action. These are the five uh, mechanisms. So let's go through them. So you have arachidonic acid metabolism, cytokine production via MAPK, cytokine production via NF-kappa-beta, mucin production, and smooth muscle relaxation. Now, you don't have to worry about these, but I wanted to let, just let you become aware that the body has molecular reactions taking place, and these are called molecular pathways. Now, these five pathways are central to understanding what causes lung congestion and what you can do to alleviate them, okay? So the first pathway, arachidonic acid metabolism, and these pathways look like this. You see, you have arachidonic acid here. It gets metabolized, and it produces through a series of pathways here and here, prostaglandins, okay? Prostaglandin PGH2, and these prostaglandins, eventually, over here, it also produces PGE2. So when arachidonic acid gets metabolized, this is where you have the inflammatory process taking place, and a variable called PGE2 gets created, and you don't want that because you have high inflammation, okay? Another mechanism is called cytokine production. Now, the cytokine we're looking at here is IL-6. You can look at also TNF-alpha and COX-2. These are cytokines, but they're being produced through this pathway through what's called MAPK, okay? So this is the cytokine production. Another pathway that's involved in lung congestion is NF-kappa-beta, which gets produced, I mean, through NF-kappa-beta here, NF-kappa-beta, this is the cell wall, this is the cytoplasm, and then NF-kappa-beta uh, crosses the nuclear membrane, and here you get IL-6, which is another inflammatory cytokine. And then you have mucin, you know, mucus production, right? And you can see right here, for example, how cigarette smoke through a series of pathways result in um, uh, mucus here. But there's other mechanisms that lead to the production of mucus. Again, the main thing I want you to take away from here, there are all these bio uh, molecules, these reactions taking place. And Cytosol maps all these out. And then you have smooth muscle relaxation, okay? 
uh, when your, your muscle can either relax or it can contract through MLCP, okay? When MLCP is there, you get relaxation. When MLCP is blocked, you don't get relaxation, okay? So MLCP is a very, very important chemical that supports relaxation, all right? So the net of it is, if you want to just think about it very simply, um, if you want to reduce lung congestion, we want to reduce inflammation, which means reduce PGE2, which is produced during arachidonic metabolism, acid metabolism. We want to reduce IL-1 and IL-8, as you can see here, from this cytokine production pathway. And we also want to reduce these variables, IL-6 and IL-8, again, two other cytokines. So these four cytokines, we want to downregulate this biomarker of inflammation we want to bring down. And obviously, we want to bring down mucus production. But we want to increase MLCP because when you increase this, guess what? You get smooth muscle relaxation, which helps alleviate lung congestion. So these are bad guys. These are good guys. Okay? Put it in a simple way. So now what happens with Chinese skullcap? So now that we understand how the body's working, how does Chinese skullcap go and influence that? And the best way, so I'm going to give away sort of the story, the punchline right here, is you can see here are the different mechanisms of action. Now, when something is in the green area, that means there's an effect. If it's in the gray area, that means there's no effect, okay? So when you look at Chinese skullcap root, you can see right away Chinese skullcap root has an effect on lowering PG2, lowering those four cytokines, but it also has an effect in increasing MLCP, which allows your smooth muscles to relax, but it doesn't have that much effect on mucin-5, right, which is the mucin production. So um, if you remember yesterday, we showed you that schisandra berry actually reduces mucin production, okay? But here, what you're seeing is from the cytosol analysis, and I'll take you through it in more detail, we find that um, the skull cap reduces the others, you know, the four cytokines um, plus PG2, and it increases MLCP, which is good, but it has really no effect on mucin production. So think about if you wanted to make a combination that if you included schisandra and skullcap, you're now getting a aggregate effect because the schisandra will um, affects, schisandra, for example, did not affect PG2, but it if, did it lower the cytokines, all four, and it increased MLCP, but it really had no and, and it reduced uh, mucin, but it had no effect on PGE2, okay? So this is sort of the alchemy that you can start seeing. And the reason we want to do alchemy is because you want to hit all these pathways. But you notice we have a gaping hole here for Chinese skullcap on reducing muc mucus production. Okay, good. So um, one of the things that I want to share with you is when I share this research with you, we have actually over the last, you know, 16 years of developing Cytosol, and figure out, figuring, using it for research to understand how things work. In the last couple of years, we actually use Cytosol, just like I'm doing here, mapping out all the molecular pathways of pain and inflammation, and then looking at all different flavonoids and herbs that are out there, and we started testing them, again, without killing animals, on the computer. And we were very fortunate to discover a combination of bioflavonoids, which had a very profound effect on reducing uh, inflammation and, uh, and dis discomfort, to say it specifically. So let me just play you a little thing so you get an idea that not only can we use Cytosol, like what we're doing here, to give away knowledge as part of the Open Science Project, and you can go to vashiva.com if you want to 
support the Open Science Initiative, you can contribute. But let me just show you that we've also created a product that people have been asking us to do. So this is our product. Let me share with you. Millions of people suffer every day from painful discomfort and swelling, but most pain medications come with harsh side effects, and many alternative supplements have little scientific backing. That's why we at Cytosolve created MV25. MV25 was formulated using the Cytosolve Computational Systems Biology Platform, a technology for precision and personalized health invented by Dr. Shiva during his doctoral research at MIT. This formulation is the result of computing trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions derived from thousands of peer-reviewed scientific papers published across four decades by 68 research institutions to discover an optimal synergy of compounds that downregulate biomarkers of discomfort and normal swelling. I am Barbara Ann. My hands would cramp up so that I couldn't hold cards or knit or crochet. And they would go like that. Not have to use this when I played cards with my grandkids. And I started taking that MV25. After a bit, I was able to hold cards in my hand. Very, very little cramping, hardly at all anymore. MV25. Hi, my name is Sandy. I'm a Taekwondo instructor. I tore my ACL during Taekwondo. I had a lot of pain and limited mobility. I've been taking the MV25 for about six months now. After the first week, I noticed a big difference. After the second week, almost literally no pain. My name is Jeremy and I suffer from a lower back problem. Hurt my back at work years ago and I can go to the chiropractor, do all kinds of different things and nothing seems to help. And I decided to try MV25. I didn't notice a difference immediately, but within a few days, the pain went away and it stayed away. I've continued to take it. And even when I do things that I shouldn't do, it seems to go away a lot quicker than it ever did before. MV25 is certified clean, 100% non-GMO, made in America and GMP certified for good manufacturing practices. MV25 25 is Cytosolve optimized, which means that this formula has been engineered to maximize benefits while minimizing toxicity based on current research curated by Cytosolve. As the science advances, so will this formulation. This is our promise. Order online at mv25.life. Consult your doctor before taking any supplement or medication and use as directed. MV25. And if you want to go to vashiva.com, you can go right there. Uh, people are asking about it. And you go to the shop. You can find MV25 right there. So anyway, let's go back to the lung congestion. So Cytosolve mapped out all of these molecular pathways, these five. We identified the particular biomarkers, PG2, IL-1, IL-8, IL-6, IL-8, mucin-5. These, these six we want to bring down and MLCP want to increase. And you can see Chinese skull cap. Um, does uh, that on the first five here. It uh, doesn't do much on mucin-5, and it does increase uh, MLCP. So let's look at PG2. What does it do to PG2? So when we did our analysis of PG2 at a level of 400 in control, again, all of this is done computationally without killing animals. That's what the power of cytosol is. We definitely find out that it brings down PG2 
uh, E2 values by almost, you know, 15%. You can see that, okay? 15, you know, 10 to 15, 10 to 15%. That's pretty good, okay? So that lowers inflammation. The next thing is that um, Skullcap also lowers IL-1, which is a inflammatory cytokine. Not that much, but it does uh, work on it, okay? And same with IL-8, it brings it down. And you can see it also with IL-6, it brings that down, and also with IL-8, okay? And relative to MLC, it has no effects on mucin-5, but when it comes to MLCP, which is the important chemical that reduces um, contraction, which means increases smooth muscle relaxation, you can see it as an incredible effect, right? So this almost went up by 20%, okay? So Chinese skull cap really, really like, and this is similar to Shisander berry. Shisander berry also um, increased smooth muscle relaxation because you want the muscles around that, the airways to relax because then you can, you know, get out the, the, um, the mucus, okay? Otherwise you get congestion. That's why the, the smooth muscle relaxation pathway is so important, okay? So there you go. So in, in um, summary, and I'll come, uh, actually, uh, I'll come back to this, but Chinese skull cap has several benefits for lung health um, that we've looked over. Uh, it downregulates inflammatory cytokines, those four cytokines, thereby controlling inflammation in lung airways. But one of the most important things it does, it downregulates MLCP uh, production, thereby promoting lung airway muscle relaxation. So that's really, really uh, important to understand. Okay. So anyway, I hope this was valuable because you now have an understanding of the second herb in our series. We did Shisandra berry. Today we did Skullcap. And tomorrow we're going to do Dong Kwai, D-O-N-G-Q-U-A-I, if you want to go do some research on it. Um, I want to let everyone know that, you know, when at site at what we've been doing, if you go to vashiva.com, and I'll bring it up here, um, one of the important things that we've been doing at VA Shiva is that we have been um, – creating the Open Science Institute. And um, that's one piece, but the other is to really offer all of you the opportunity to learn the science of systems. So if I go over here, let me bring this up here, stop the screen share and I share over here. Um, let me go here, Chrome tab. Okay, here we go. Okay, so if you go to vashiva.com when you have time, um, you'll notice that you go to the main page, we have the journey to systems video, but we have, um, we're, we're promoting now solutions, okay? It's one thing to just yell at the opposition, but the other thing is actually create new solutions. So the Open Science Institute is right here, and you can also propose new ideas. So the Cytosol Open Science Institute, we talk about the problem, the solution, and you notice we have different projects going on. So if you want to support the lung health research, you just click on here. We haven't put all the text up here, it's, um, but you get the idea that you can contribute to any of these research projects and um, you can also come up with your own research project, okay? So please take advantage of that because our goal is to give you an opportunity to actually do uh, science by the people for the people. That's why when we have the, the uh, slogan here that we put up here, let me go over to this, you can see that that's what we're saying, that we want to create an environment now that anyone can propose ideas. You guys can go be your own research directors. And we have this incredible capability called Cytosol for you to take advantage of. So I hope that was valuable. And uh, tomorrow we'll be doing another herb in the lung congestion series. Uh, be well. 
Have a good night. And uh, please email me if you have any questions. Vashiva at vashiva.com. I do go through all your emails and I do uh, respond to them as I can. Uh, perhaps I don't get to them right away, but I do respond to them. Thank you. Thank you.